The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Understand the height, the depth, the breadth, and the length of God's love and how we can maximize it for such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So it's interesting that we are talking about love in February. Um, those of you that understand our teaching calendar in King's Word, it's actually our month of excellence. And recently Dr. K started introducing, or in the current teaching is doing a dimension of God's glory, walking in excellence and glory. And, but it also connects to love because in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31, Apostle Paul wrote, I'm going to teach you a more excellent way. There is something called a more excellent way or the more excellent way. That's how we wrapped up chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians and in chapter 13, he's there talking about love. And from his writings, we understand that walking in love, living in love, experiencing love is a way or the way because I've not seen any other better way in scriptures to live an excellent life. You will live an excellent life in Jesus' name. And you will continue to excel in all that you do. So, um, even though our devotional theme is on excellence, it's a good time to study love. And my main text this morning is Jude 1, 21. Um, every time we read the book of Jude, verse 20 is the more popular verse that talks about praying in the Holy Spirit and building up yourself, particularly we that are Pentecostal. But verse 21 is actually what verse 20 was leading us into. And it's the crux of what I want to share with us briefly this morning. Keep yourselves. Notice the honors is on you. Or a responsibility is given to you here. He didn't say tell somebody else to keep you. He didn't say God will keep you. He didn't say ask your wife to keep you. Ask your husband to keep you. Ask your pastor to keep you. You keep yourself. Say with me, I will keep myself. In the love of God. Hallelujah. Keep yourself. That statement means it's possible for you not to be kept in the love of God. Let, let's even break it down. It's possible for you not to be kept. Have you ever seen an unkept person? An unkept man, unkept woman, looks untidy. Doesn't look neat. And the way to keep yourself is in the love of God. And he went on to say, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So I want to talk about how we can keep ourselves, what that text is teaching us, how we can keep ourselves in God's love. Because of all the different dimensions of love we can learn about and talk about and teach about, the most important is God's love, specifically God's love towards us. Thank God for the love between spouses. Thank God for the love among brethren in a local assembly. Thank God for the love for your nation and your fatherland. And, and we can see when people are not patriotic to their nation 
and don't have genuine love for their nation, we see the kind of trouble it creates in the nation. Thank God for all those dimensions of love, but the most important is God's love. Um, I want to borrow a, a thought um, this morning. There's this very popular book called Five Love Languages, um, written by a man called Gary Chapman. It's available in library if you don't have it. It's a kind of book I think every couple should have in their library and refer to from time to time. Very groundbreaking book. And it was teaching about how couples can really, or let me say people, not necessarily couples, in, in the context of a relationship, how you can really work in love with each other. And the, the, the core of what he was communicating was the important thing is to know how the person you want to express love to, um, that is the lovey. There's a lover and the lovey. <laughs> that the lover should really focus on understanding how the lovey um, perceives love. So he gave us five very common traits through research and things like that. He found that some people, the way they perceive love is through quality time. When you spend time with them, they interpret that to mean that you love them. Some people, it's through words of affirmation. When you tell them, oh, you are wonderful, oh, you are beautiful, you are smart, you are... They perceive that as love. And the reverse is true. When you don't say those things to them, no matter what you do, you can buy them all the gifts in the world. The fact that your words are not affirming them, they don't yet interpret or understand that you love them. Some people, it's gifts, like we did today. I'm sure every one of those special people that received a gift today felt different. Can I get a witness? That's one way you can express love. For some people, it's acts of service. And then my own personal favorite, physical touch. <laughs> some people, that's, that's, that's their um, strong... Now, it can be, of course, a collection of this. It doesn't have to be limited to just one person. Hallelujah. But I, I want to turn that on the head this morning because, like I said, what I want to talk about is keeping ourselves in God's love. And from my study of scriptures, God doesn't do what Chapman was talking about. That is good for man and wife, friends, and things like that for your... God. There are some things God allows us to do in the context of our own relationships. So the husband should find out which one works best for the wife and then express love to that wife or that spouse that way. If you realize it's not gifts that really communicates love to your wife, don't focus your energy um, buying gifts and buying gifts. If, if it's words of affirmation, use more effort in speaking words of affirmation or whatever the combination is to express love to the lovey. God doesn't do that. Please, I want you to understand this. Nothing wrong with what Gary Chapman wrote. God doesn't, hey, how does Pastor T express love? Then he will package something special for Pastor T. How does Pastor Ida perceive love? Then he will package something special. Then God now has 8 billion different ways of showing love. No. That's not how God lives with us. And that's why a teaching like this is very important. In the beginning, God, we talked about that last week. Everybody needs to find out now we are turning it on its head, how God expresses love. And then you now start receiving that expression 
of divine love for yourself. If you are with me this morning, shout aloud, hallelujah. And I think this addresses what Jude was talking about. Some people are not in the love of God. Or, using his expression, they are not kept in the love of God. And it's because they have not yet understood God's love language. So that's the sub-theme of what I'm talking about. What's God's love language or God's love languages? How does God express love? And because, you see, when he said keep yourself, it's find out how God does it. And you come into that expression of divine love and stay there. And if you're in that place, you can expect the mercy of God to show up for you every day. And eternal life to be manifested. Glory be to God. That shall be your portion this season. When you are going out, you are going out in mercy. When you are coming in, you are coming in in mercy. I mean, I had one of those Okada driver incidents this week. I was driving, I went to drop the kids in school, and you know how these other guys just drive around the car? And it was even the passenger that was now shouting, ah, slow down, slow down, because I was the one driving. And before I knew it, the bike had more or less entered the ditch by the road. And the lady was carrying a young child to the school. The bike tumbled over, the lady and the woman. I just thank God, and I know it's God's mercy that they didn't get hurt. Because if something had happened to them, I would have had to spend the whole day taking them to the hospital and paying some crazy hospital. So something I didn't cause. Hallelujah. I believe that the kind of things that happen when you are kept in God's love. The thing that will derail your day, your week, your month, or your life. God will keep it far from you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, imagine you take somebody else's child now dies. And you know, we've had incidents like that. Before you know it, all your car drivers just come around, they will lynch the press. You know all those funny, funny stories you read about in the newspaper? None of it will come near you in Jesus' name. Like, like Dr. K prayed for us last Wednesday, not only will God protect and deliver you, anyone connected to you, family or stranger, that harm will come, that will disturb you, God will protect them as well in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Kept. In the love of God. I might try to use to understand how God loves. So you can keep yourself in it. I'm going to give you five love languages of God this morning. Number one is giving. What we did today. God gives. John 3.16. For God so loved. Please remind yourself about that. So loved. God's love is not ordinary it's too much excess love love that is expressed tautologiously if you are not enjoying it if you are not receiving it if you are not manifesting it day by day week by week you should check whether you are kept in it so loved so loved that he gave that's the first way God expresses love he gives and he gives us everything Paul told Timothy, put, tell the people that are rich not to trust in what they have, but they should trust in God, 2 Timothy 6, who li- richly gives us everything to enjoy. God gives. Now, if God gives, the question is, do we receive? Hallelujah. Notice it's not everybody we gave a gift this morning that received the gift. We package gifts for 10 people, and I think only 8 people receive them. 
Some people are not there. They are not in that place where love is expressed. That will never be you in Jesus' name. It's important to know how God gives. Romans 5, 8. Please, can I have a handkerchief for a festival, please? God demonstrates his own love towards us that while we are yes in us, Christ died for us. So it's not about God giving you a physical gift on a Sunday morning in church. Nothing wrong if that happens. It's not about God buying you a car. Nothing wrong if that happens. It's not even about God delivering you from the accident caused by an Okada rider that would have derailed your day, your week, or your life. Nothing happens if that's, that, that, that's not really the expression. The expression is that Jesus died for you on the cross. And when you receive that, you can now be delivered from a car accident, can now get a car, can now get a house, and possibly get a gift on Sunday morning in church. <laughs> Amen. The expression, glory be to God, the demonstration was Jesus dying for us. And that's where you receive, glory be to God. In whatever situation or circumstance you find yourself, you receive that. What do I receive? I receive that Jesus died for me on the cross. I receive the so much expression of divine love demonstrated when Christ died on the cross. And if I can be kept in that, you receive this thing by faith and revelation. I can now enjoy the myriad of manifestations I want to see. In my everyday life. John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this. This is the height of expression of love. Than to lay down one's life for his friends. So when John 3, 16 said, He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not pray but have everlasting life. It was referring to Jesus dying on the cross. Laying down his life. Giving his life for your life and my life. Lift your hands and say, I received that this morning. I can't hear you say, I received that this morning. And I keep myself in that place of receiving that demonstration of divine love. Never forget it. They should not cancel election and you now lose all hope. Or you now go into despair mode forgetting that Jesus already died for you as a demonstration of God's love. Some people will go online and start saying things like, ah, Nigeria is a God-forgotten forsaken country. Never. They, they can cancel election a thousand times. As long as Jesus has died for us on the cross, we are not God forsaken. Oh, we want smooth elections. And we will have smooth elections. But cancellation of election doesn't change the fact that God so loves us. Or any other challenge we may have. Tap your neighbor and say, I'm kept in God's love. Now, Unfortunately, that's the only expression many Christians know or many Christians keep themselves in. And like I just said, some people don't even keep themselves in that. Let's talk about the other ones in the time we have left this morning. I'll just quickly mention them. Number two way God expresses love. Look at this text very carefully. First John 3 and 1. So he expresses his love by giving to us 
number two, he expresses his love by 1 John 3, 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, hallelujah, that we should be called the children of God. One way God demonstrates his love for you is by what he calls you. He's calling on our lives. And John specifically mentioned here the fact that God has called us his children. That that is God loving us. In fact, it's such a reckless, abundant expression of God's love. What he calls you. Hallelujah. Somebody shout out loud this morning, I am a child of God. Again, back to the illustration of God giving it and somebody not receiving it. Are you walking in that reality and that truth? And in walking in it, does it awaken a sense of I am loved? And not just loved, loved by God. Not because of what has happened or what has happened, but because of what God calls me. And I want to extend this. It's not just limited to the calling of children. It includes the calling that we are his righteousness. Including the calling that we are blessed. Including the calling that we are healed. Including the calling that we are graced. Including the calling that we are favored, protected, preserved. Everything God has spoken over our lives as a mark of identity is an expression of God's divine love for us. Keep yourself in that. Keep yourself in that. Learn to walk through the valley of the shadow of death or sickness or poverty or accident or discouragement and throw your hands up and say, thank God, God is still my father. Thank God I'm still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank God I'm favored of God. Thank God I'm blessed of God. That's how you keep yourself in God's love. That's how you keep yourself. That's how God demonstrates and expresses love towards you. Hallelujah. And it's important and vital that you receive it. Say with me this morning, I receive God's love. Glory, 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 glory. What manner of love has been bestowed on us by reason of our calling? So the prodigal son took his father's wealth and he left home and he squandered everything and messed up his life. And the Bible said he came back to himself one day in the middle of all his trouble and he said you know what I'm not even worthy to be called a son any longer I'm going to go back to my father and I'm going to ask him to make me a servant that wasn't correct sense but at least it was a portion of sense and when he came the bible said even before he could say anything while he was a far off a far off the father ran towards him and he started reciting what he had planned and before he knew it God the father just which was um, it, it, someone that was representing God, this is my son. Put his robe back. Put his ring back. Put his shoes back. Kill the fatted calf. Hallelujah. The father told the brother, Luke 15, from verse 11 to the end, you can read the story. 
This is this your brother, my son, was lost, but now he's found. His name is still his name. Irrespective of what he has done. As scandalous, hallelujah, and as prodigal as what he has done is, because I have called him my son, he's still loved. That's what delivered that boy that day. But thank God he went home. Hallelujah. Because if he had not gone home, he wouldn't have received that love. May you never be found in a place where you are outside the love that the Father has for you. And by the power of an authority of Jude one twenty one, I pray over you. May you be forever kept in God's love. One way to do that is by the name you are called. He was going to tell his father, call me a slave. God said, no, you are still blessed. Glory be to God. Isn't it not funny how we miss it? We try to identify ourselves with our mistakes and our errors and our past experiences. But what manner of love that God calls us his children. Hallelujah. Number three, quickly, because of time. So God expresses love through his giving, through his calling. Number three, through his speaking the truth to us. Speaking the truth. I, I believe this one is very important. Sometimes we as human beings don't want to hear the truth. We want to hear what makes us feel good. We want to hear what makes us happy. But sometimes hearing what makes you feel good or what makes you happy is not the truth. And everybody needs somebody that will look you in the middle, in your eye, your koro koro eye. Is there koro koro in English? That's what I was trying to look for. I couldn't find it. <laughs> and speak the truth in love to you. Glory be to God. Ephesians 4 and 15. But speaking the truth in love, we grow up in all things into him who is the head, even Christ. Speaking the truth in love. So when I speak truth to you, I am actually expressing love to you. And when you receive that expression of love, by receiving the truth that is spoken to you, you are kept in the love I just demonstrated towards you. When you don't, you are not kept in it. So it's not just a matter of what I give you. It's not just a matter of what I call you or what I name you. It's also a matter of what I tell you in difficult situations. The truth. The rich young ruler came to Jesus. From my youth, I've been coming to church. I've served in church. I've been paying tithe. I've done everything. You read the story in Mark chapter 10. What else do I need to do? You know, Jude said, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Look, when you're enjoying eternal life, I call it days of heaven on earth, you will know it. When it's not there, you will know it. Eternal life is the life of God. When it's manifested, it's manifested. When it's not manifested, it's not manifested. No matter what you do or what you don't do. So that guy knew eternal life was not manifesting in his life. 
You see something missing. I can't place my hand on it. So he came to meet Jesus. At first, Jesus told him, go and keep the commandments. That's when he said, I've kept them. Then the Bible said, look at the Mark 10, 21. Mark 10, 21. Mark's account is not in the other account, but Mark recorded something powerful. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him. Notice he didn't give him anything here. Notice he didn't call him by any name here. What did he do to him? He said to him, spoke the truth to him. One thing you lack, go you. I mean, go your way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor. It hasn't ended. And you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up your cross and follow me. Man, that's a hard truth. Anyhow you slice and dice it, glory be to God. I should leave this service. Go and sell everything I have. He said one thing. I always say it's more than one thing, sir. Leaving the service itself is one thing. After dropping this bomb load on my life. You know, there are some messages you hear. To go home is a problem. <laughs> then I should go and sell. Then give it to the poor. Then I will now come and follow you. This kind of life you are living. That there are some times, like NYC coppers, there's no accommodation allowance for you. That you have to sleep under the bare sky. Now, but that was the truth. The Bible said he went... Away, sad at that saying. We're going to pray one prayer at this service when we close. And nobody on the hearing of the truth will go away sad ever again in your life. In other words, God said, Go right, you're going left because left is more comfortable, left is more convenient, left is more logical. It's a series that is brewing in my heart, and I, I, I trust that God will help me to take it for us not to be controlled by our environment. I think that's one area of victory many Christians must learn to win. Not to be environment controlled. But to be truth controlled. So God loves us by speaking the truth to us. Hallelujah. And we are kept in God's love when we hear the truth and abide by the truth. Glory, 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 glory. Number four, how does God love us? First Timothy chapter one, verse five. First Timothy chapter one, verse five. Now the purpose of the commandment is love. Love from a pure heart. Love from a good conscience. And love from sincere faith. One major expression of divine love is when God commands us. Go ye into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Commandments. Love one another even as I have loved you. Commandments. When God gives commandments, he is expressing love towards you. Can I hear a loud Amen. When you hear and keep the commandments, you are kept in God's love. Can I hear louder? Amen. Amen. God's expressions of love. We command you. First John 5, 2 and 3. 
Glory, glory, glory be to God. Is somebody getting something this morning? Tap your neighbor and say, keep yourself in God's love. Say it again, keep yourself in God's love. That's the place to be. By this, 1 John chapter 5, verses 2 and 3, we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. See, his commandments to us are an expression of his love. And we are kept in his love by keeping the commandments. Glory be to God. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. When God gives us instructions, when God gives us commandments, when God tells us what to do, teaches us what to do, he is expressing love. Oh, hallelujah. He is expressing his love for us. Unfeigned love, pure love from a pure conscience and a heart of faith. Glory, glory be to God. Lastly, rise on your feet. The fifth way God expresses his love towards us. God's love languages. These are things we see in the Bible, particularly the New Testament. Take them, take them. And as we pray this morning, I'm going to give you the fifth one in a minute. What I want us to do on an individual level is to learn from these things. And like Jude said, keep ourselves. Keep ourselves. Keep ourselves. God loves us. Hallelujah. And there's a way he demonstrates that love. Number five ways that God serves us. Till today, God is still praying for us. I would say he forever liveth to make intercession for us. He's still shepherding us. He's still the bishop of our souls. Hallelujah. He's still the overseer of our lives. He oversees our lives. He's still serving us. He's still our provider. Ask your neighbor, is Jesus your provider? Glory be to God. He's still our healer. Hallelujah. He's still our refuge. Glory be to God. He's still the one that is working. Somebody say, God is working for me. Working things out for our good. Canceled election or no canceled election? Ah, we are praying Friday night. One of the prayers we prayed. I, I, I'm so grateful. When I hear things that blindside me, you wake up Saturday morning and you read news, election was canceled at 3 a.m. <laughs> You've got to learn to say everything is working together for my good. We prayed that prayer Friday night. Whether they canceled the election or postponed, okay, they didn't cancel it, sorry, they postponed it, whichever one they are doing. Somebody say, God is working for me. And all things are working together for my good. Put up that scripture for us, Romans 8.28. And it's a demonstration of his love for me. Hallelujah. I don't have a God that abandons me in the midst of my trials and challenges. Who, who is with me this morning? I don't have a father that looks the other side when I'm confused. Now, I may not know, hallelujah, how it's going to work out for my good. But I know God loves me. Romans 8.28 Glory be to God. All right. 
Let me open it here. I actually have it already. Hallelujah. And we know. Can I hear somebody shout, I know. All things work together for good for those that love God to those that are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Now, it's talking about us loving God there, but the basis of our love for God is his love for us. And one way God demonstrates his love for us is that he makes sure, glory be to God, everything in my life is working for my good. And that's why I need to be kept in his love. That's why I saying, those that love him, keep yourself in the love of God. There is no decision that will be made politically in this nation. Listen to me, child of God, that will negatively affect the body of Christ. I wish I had a louder amen. Let me tell you why. Because we are called. This is another calling that we have. According to his purpose. Can you see that there? Romans 8, 28. Hallelujah. Called according to his purpose. God has a divine agenda for Nigeria. And no matter what anybody may be strategizing to hurt the nation or to hurt the children of God or to hurt those that are so loved by God, I want to remind you, my brother, my sister, God is serving you, serving your interests right now. Hallelujah. And is causing whatever is happening to work out for your God. Lift your hands up if you believe it this morning. And begin to thank God for his love demonstrated, expressed towards you. Come on, thank him. Thank him. I mean, Valentine's Day, listen, listen, just to help you pray. Valentine's Day. So the husband got up in the morning, went and bought this gift, booked for this dinner, got this car, did everything, planned such a wonderful present for his wife. To present it to her during the day or in the evening when she gets back from work. Can you imagine if when that wife comes back and she ignores everything the husband has done. Doesn't see what the husband has done. Or doesn't receive all that expression of love the husband has done. It comes to nothing. The same way that's what happens. When people don't receive the sacrifice that Jesus made on Calvary's cross, it amounts to nothing. That's for people that are not born again. Then those of us that are born again, when we don't call ourselves what God calls us, and don't walk in the consciousness of what God calls us, when we don't recognize that when God speaks truth to us, He's loving us, you forget it, you ignore it, you do as if He's not talking to you. Or when you can't realize that God is still serving your interests, even in the midst of all the turbulence around you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. I want somebody that had me this morning to lift their hands to heaven. And begin to appreciate God for the love that he has demonstrated. And that he has expressed towards you. And keep yourself in that love. Don't let what you are going through take you out of that love. This is how you are going to win. Keep yourself. Keep yourself. Keep yourself. Keep yourself in that love. Keep yourself. Keep yourself. God is causing everything to work together for my good. It's not just what's happening in the nation. What's happening in my office. 
what's happening in areas and authorities of power that I can't control, God is working for me. God is, God is fighting my battles for me. I may not have any voice physically speaking in the palace, but I have a God in whose hands are the hearts of kings and he turns them whithersoever he wills and he's turning them in my favor. Oh, Yanama Shandegit, receive that love, receive it. Every truth God has spoken to you. This is the time for you to tell God, Lord, I repent. I'm going to be walking in the light of the truth you have revealed to me. And I ask you for grace to walk in the truth. I embrace wholeheartedly and I receive every expression, every expression of God's love to me. Come on, receive it. Receive it this morning. Receive it this morning. Receive it this morning. Every expression, everything God gives me, the power he gives me, I receive it. The favor he gives me, I receive it. The strength he gives me, I receive it. The wisdom he gives me, I receive it. The blessing he gives me, I receive it. Everything he gives me, I receive it. Oh, every name he has called me. That's how I see myself. And that's what I call myself. I am not the sick trying to get healed. No. God calls me healed. So I declare I am the healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm not the poor trying to get rich. No. I am blessed with every blessing in spiritual places. I'm already blessed. I'm already rich. And I see myself as God calls me. What manner of love has been bestowed for God to call me his child. I received that love this morning. Please let me look for a neighbor. One person, just hold both hands. We're going to pray for one another this morning. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.